Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This is DTC Growth Hacking with Rob McGray. Brought to you by Field Test. Advertising Simplified. DTC Growth Hacking, How to Sell Stuff Online. My name is Robin Gray, and as for long as I can remember, I've been fascinated with how brands can create great relationships with their customers. I'm a big believer that the brands we love are important to us as humans and can become a critical part of who we are and who we aspire to be. This podcast is for others who share that intriguement with this delicate relationship. And whether you're a customer, brand, agency, or any other participant in the ecosystem, our intention is to dive in and discover what makes this relationship so special, how it's constantly evolving, and what can make it even better. Today, I'm excited because we're speaking to the founders of Paradigm Media, and they specialize in creating 360-degree strategies primarily for brands in the CBD space. Now, if you've been following CBD, you know that over the last few years, basically a volcano has erupted and a myriad of CDB companies has just kind of spewed out and gone all over the place. And it, as a consumer, it's, it's really hard and confusing to find brands that align with me and my personal values. And I have to imagine it's just as difficult for these brands in the space to kind of stick out and figure out who their ideal customers as well. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to Lior Root and Sophia Tronzo. They are the founders and two of the core team at Paradigm Media. Paradigm, again, is a digital media agency that focuses on helping CBD brands navigate the current rocky waters of advertising. <laughs> hey, you two. How's it going? Hi, Thank you for having us. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so excited. Um, full disclosure, we, we had a conversation and kind of got to know ourselves maybe, was it like a week ago, week and a half, yeah. roughly? And uh, and one of the things that, that I walked away with was that that these folks were doing it. And, and and what I mean by that, I should be specific here. What I mean, what I mean by that is that they knew exactly how this worked. Not only did they have their own, and I won't ask you to disclose your own special formula on, on how to make the magic happen, but, but they, they knew all the tools, they knew all the tricks of the trade. They were kind of the, the CBD customer whisperers in a way, because they really knew how to talk to customers in, in, a, in a way that I would not heard anyone else in the space talk about. And, you know, as I said before, the whole kind of, you know, I guess we could call it cannabis evolution has been really confusing for everyone. 
And, you know, we're talking about people, um, you know, like me who grew up believing that or being told, right. I didn't necessarily believe it, but being told that, that these products were, you know, were from the devil or whatever yeah. and watching like literally watching people go to jail yeah. for manufacturing and distributing and, 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 in, you know, ingesting these products. And now all of a sudden it's like, Oh, there's this magic thing. And it's been there the whole time. And it's totally okay. Go do it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I have to imagine, you know, not the, the, that for brands to kind of break through the, the taboo-ness and communicate in a way that is, um, that really gets customers to, to open up. And, you know, I, I mean, I guess it would be part of it would be education, but, you know, I don't know. So I'm, I'm really excited to, to hear about like what, what you guys are seeing and, and how you're helping and, 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 and again, get into some brass tactics and, and, you know, I'm not afraid of philosophical conversations and we, we can go there, but what I'm more excited about, you know, is, is your, your actual experience. You guys have been doing this for folks, what, since 2019, um, and, uh, and, and just killing it. And, a lot everyone in the space seems to know who you are so you're doing something right <laughs> that's awesome thank yeah. you thank you for all the kind words we're super excited to be here and talk to you today and yeah and share everything that we can yeah so i mean i the, the and and, and it, you know from from your perspective and you know and i think that this is this is a little bit of a of a of a fun question because we talked a little bit about customer journey Mm -hmm. And, and I'm wondering like how you guys look at the customer journey and how specifically what gets fine tuned given, you know, the, the rules around and the constraints and, and kind of the, the taboo that I've talked about for, for customers who you're trying to onboard with, with CBD products. Yeah. So I think it goes back for a second and to talk about this industry and, how hard it is uh, to acquire a customer because like you said we are selling a product that still requires some educational um, and also most of these products are ingested into your body um, and the reason to take them uh, is to better your lifestyle or health and um, so yeah. the amount of touch points um, that it takes to acquire a customer is much larger um, specifically in the e-commerce um, than any other product that we came across and uh, we both come from digital marketing and industry and had you know experience in the past with other e-com businesses uh, but when it comes to CBD or the cannabis industry in general um, it's a much different animal. Um, so when we talk about the journey that they go through, um, we have to remember that the amount of touch points that it requires um, to acquire them um, is somewhere between nine to sometimes even 25. Um, so when we started working in this Whoa, industry, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's shocking. It's um, a lot. It's a lot. That's a lot. Of, wow. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even yeah. on board, you know, brands that have been doing it for a while or brand new brands that are just launching. When we say those numbers, they are shocked. But also it makes sense because if they've been doing it for a year or two or three and are struggling with, um, you know, increasing their revenue and they don't understand why, that's probably one of the biggest reasons why, because they don't understand 
understand what the journey that a customer has to go through before they become a loyal customer. And so our... And and, and do you think... do you, yeah. do you think that part of that is, and we mentioned it before, but you know that that the the touch points have to build credibility for a product that is so you know confusing. Exactly, yeah. it's credibility, it's education, and it can be so many different things that you know the authenticity. Yeah. That's what, a huge one. Yeah. What yeah. makes them different? So, so. I'm sure as you know, most people who looked into CBD a little bit have been retargeted and their news feeds are probably filled with different CBD brands that are coming up every week. And at this point, I think the last time we heard was over 5,000 um, new CBD brands in the U.S. today. So <laughs> if you think wow. about it, there how are many how many of those? Yeah, how many of those companies do you think are legit? And unfortunately, like versus you know, like company. I think because yeah, I'm, I'm I, that's my that's my big concern, right? Is that yeah. so many like there's going to be so many opportunists that just jump in there and like, oh, we can just like white label some stuff and create a fake brand and you know paint yeah. it paint it pink and we'll get this audience or whatever. Yeah. Those are the brands that we're not yeah. working with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. That so let's talk. About, let's talk. About, Maybe there are 50 that are like top leaders, you know, in this industry that, you know, are here to stay and are really building something that is unique, that they really care about the ingredients, that they, you know, are really care about the branding, the user experience, every step of the way, you know, from acquiring the customer all the way to retention. And so out of those 5,000, maybe 50 of them are like that. Um, and are probably going to stay here yeah. for a while. Yeah. So building, you know, there for the the long term, and 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 what what I think what what I think um, I hear you describing is you know the the true building of a of a brand, you know, brand identity, brand values, like that will flow into those touch points that you describe. Yeah. Um, you know that have a, you know, and it sounds like again the touch points have multiple. Um, well, not just two, they have many different things they're trying to accomplish. They're trying to, you know, educate, build credibility, and then they're trying to also establish who the brand is. Mm-hmm. And and how important is that brand component? Sophia, how important do you think that is for your, your clients right now to really understand and, 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 and build? Yeah, I mean, it's incredibly important. Um, Typically, when you're looking and researching through your brands, whether it's CBD or otherwise, you're going to be checking into the mission, checking into who is providing this, um, this substance that you're putting into your body and making sure that it's something that you align with and that you want to continue to be loyal to. So I think that's huge. Having some type of brand mission and brand differentiator um, in this industry is is imperative. Yeah. Absolutely. And the content, the content that you guys um, produce or advise on, um, you know, it, it is, is that its primary function or is it kind of covering everything? 
the content helps for many different uh, reasons. One of them is going to be the education. Another one is leading them through that customer journey and really telling that story and, um, you know, almost making them align with the, the, the story and the guidelines that you are providing within that content. Um, another helpful thing is that it helps with the SEO. If we are working with partners who are um, higher domain authority publications and we're able to um, say that we worked with them as for credibility, uh, adds to our SEO. So there's very many benefits to working with um, these content uh, publications, networks, editors, bloggers, etc. Yeah. So, and, and, and you're seeing a lot of brands try to, um, try to think of a good one. Uh, you know, we both know Sunday scaries and we could look at Sunday scaries and say, they've got a very different approach than say CD sciences, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's very different, like yeah, different feel. Yeah. Not only the feel, the completely different demographic, different product line, um, completely different actual targeted audience that's based off of their data. Um, so they would have a completely different strategy. No two brands are going to be the same. And we're able to determine that through our discovery phase. Um, when we first start onboarding our clients, we go through the first 30 days of where we're really, um, finding where our targeted audience is before moving forward with our customer acquisition strategy. And that's where we'll be really, uh, funneling all of our our budget into those specific platforms that are really driving the most sales and showing us where the audience is. And sometimes the branding yeah. is and you guys to make you different from another brand. You know, at the yeah. end of the day, the, uh-huh. all the CBD brands are selling very similar products. They all carry the tinctures, the gummies, the topicals. And so the branding is what's going to separate them and make them different from another brand. And, you know, they can all claim yeah. to have the best, you know, process and lab tested. But these days, it's something that I think almost every brand have. And so through their branding and who they're after and like, I mean, what type of customer uh, they're after um, is what makes them different and what's going to make them stand out and will also help them with their marketing strategy. Because if we're just going after the whole world, then it's going to be very hard and for us as an agency also to show them results. We really need them to understand that we need to focus on, a, you know, on the right audience that will align with their branding, their product line, their uh, price points, um, and things like that. All of it mm-hmm. based on data. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and then I know um, that there are limitations or restrictions and, uh, on certain advertising platforms right now for CBD. I mean, how much of your initial work is, is getting uh, brands to understand what, what those rules are today and, and that seem to be changing all the time. Yeah. Um, so our team work really closely with all the policy teams, with almost every platform out there. And we work with Google and Facebook and Instagram and with Taboola and a few display networks and Quora, <laughs> any type of social uh, platform. We work with their policy team to understand their rules and policies because I'm not kidding, they are changing every week. 
Um, almost also every few months, there is a new strain of CBD that comes out. If it's CBG, CBN, now we have Delta 8, we have Delta yeah. 9 coming soon. I think I heard Delta 12. <laughs> so there are like so many different products. So their policy and the regulations just keep changing all the time. So for us, for our team, and um, just because it's really, really important uh, to stay compliant and keep the relationship that we have with each one of these platforms. We have weekly calls with their, those policy teams to learn, did something change on your wow. end in the last week? And how can we better, you know, uh, do a better job with the type of edit we do? What do you like? What don't you like on our ads? We just, you know, besides um, just performing, we also want to make sure that we establish these relationships with these platforms because, like I said, the brands that we work with are here to stay um, and are already like top leaders in this industry. And so with the, for their legal team, it's also, you know, something that it, it's a must. It's not even like a question at this point. We have to follow the guidelines, the rules and do whatever we can to make sure that we are consistent with everything that we do. Yeah. And I think just piggybacking off of that as yeah. well as the client management and basically managing their expectations based off of the key performance indicators of their business needs. Um, sometimes that it does take an additional kind of marketing one-on-one course or during our weekly calls, we um, do find ourselves going into a little bit more explanation about our process because, um, you know, if you're speaking to someone who's not familiar with this, they're like, okay, perfect. Let's go get these uh, ads up now. And they don't understand that there's so much backend process that goes into it. Um, so again, we are very patient with our clients and our understanding of the fact that sometimes it's hard to wrap your head around that there is this overall 360 strategy that we're really trying to tailor their, their brand to, or yeah. tailor to their mm -hmm. brand rather. Also, every once in a while, we'll yeah. get, you know, our clients will send us a screenshot. I just saw this ad on Facebook. I mean, how come they can do it yeah. and we can do whatever we want? And, you know, mm. just they don't have yeah. the understanding of what it takes. And also, again, we're here to stay. We're not here to break the rules. We're here to work around the rules and find those loopholes in those policies, and, but still stay compliant. Um, and that's the hardest thing for us to make them understand because on their end, they just want to be on Facebook or on Instagram <laughs> and they see other people do it yeah. and they don't care or they don't check a week later and see, oh, those brands are no longer there and now are banned from Facebook or no longer a brand any longer. <laughs> yeah. So this is a right. that I, hard for us you know yeah. to go through with some of these brands that you know don't have that knowledge yeah i think i think in my mind i had grossly underestimated how time consuming <laughs> this type of effort could be yeah like if you're yeah. like if you're talking about man managing a relationship with with all of the platforms right and mm -hmm. you're talking about understanding the the the, the legalese that all of these platforms are using that that is a i mean i know it's a tremendous amount of work and it's a incredible service to be able to provide people yeah. um especially yeah. these these especially some of the smaller brands who may not have like you know 
massive legal budget. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's one of the biggest things. We do have clients where we're on a discovery call or kind of a kickoff call, and they're asking us, are you even willing to take us on? We know that you're working with larger brands, brands that have been around for a while. And to that, we always answer, we're willing to take any brand, whether they're at conception or whether they're, you know, millions and dollars in sales. Um, we have the know-how and have the expertise that we feel confident enough that we can really take on um, any brand at this point. And I think that's one of our biggest advantages is that you can work with a client and you can, uh, many agencies, you know, clients will come to us and there's bad taste in their mouth with the agency and the fact that they're spending all of their budget, taking their retainer, taking their ad spend, and they're not seeing any type of sales with that. And we never want a paradigm to be, you know, spoken about in that light. Um, So everything that we do, we try and make sure that we're providing that value for them. And again, whether if it's we're helping them with their website from the very start of conception and they're working through the kinks and the foundation towards being million dollar businesses, um, you know, we're here to help with really whoever we can, um, especially if we align with their mission, if we know that they have something super unique in their product line um, that we can really drive home. I think that that's that's uh, essential to their growth. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just going to um, throw out something to the listeners. Um you know, I'm sure most of which know all these things better than I do. But, you know, one of the big advantages uh, of going with an agency um, specifically around media buying is that because the agency is is doing buying for a number of different customers, their their monthly spend is much more. You know, it's the the, the, it's the combined spend of of basically all the customers that the clients that they have. And so they're able to create those relationships like the ones that 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 um, paradigm is talking about where they have direct relationships with the platforms because they represent a considerable amount of monthly spend. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the, these guys are basically what, what I believe you guys are saying is that you're able to leverage, you know, the power of your entire portfolio. Um, and, and scale that to get better results and have better understanding of the policies um, because you represent a lot of different brands. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, but I'm sure that Leora spoke to this. I think you spoke to this a little bit before, but it's just making sure that we're proactive with those policies. Um, You know, we need to make sure that each week we're reaching out to them and seeing if there's anything that's been changed or, you know, just to make sure that our brands don't get flagged or, uh, you know, shadow banned, anything like that, that's, you know, going to eliminate our ability to really scale their business and again, provide our value. Yeah. 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 And, and this might be a, a, I don't know if this is a loaded question, but, but I've, I've been wondering, and we, we hit it on a little, we hit it on, we hit it uh, a little bit, but you know, how, how um, concerned are consumers with the transparency of, of these brands? You know, I mean, there's a, you know, I had a, I have a friend and, and he's, you know, he has a fish company and one of the big products that, that they rolled out was, you know, a QR code where you could scan the, you know, scan the fish in the grocery store and you could see basically where the fish was caught oh, wow. and, and, and all of its check-in points as it traveled from in this, in this situation from Iceland <laughs> okay. to, to Denver, Colorado. And oh, it would be like, oh, awesome. And, and, and that was dates. And then that was like geo checkpoints. Yeah, and, and I always thought that, that, you know, anything that, that is, um, that we eat or put in our bodies, people would want to know. 
Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, I think, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, but so I was wondering, like, you know, you guys know the customer journey, like as part of that credibility establishing, is that part of it for these brands to be able to say, hey, look, we can be transparent when we're getting this. You know, we want you to know we, we know that you're concerned, not just about, you know, the rules, like if you can take it or not. And is it legal, et cetera. But also like that it's it's safe. It's it, yeah. it's not like it's not. I don't know, contaminated in some way. I don't know. Yeah, don't know. absolutely. I mean, I think, I mean, all the brands that we work with, we make sure they have their COAs visible on the site under each product page for the consumer to look at. And um, it's something that we also implement in our marketing strategy when it comes to educating people, not about just CBD, but also about a specific brand. And um, so we definitely include the process, you know, of making these products in our educational pieces. It's something that is included on our website. And uh, sometimes we'll, uh, instead of trying to sell the product um, in our ads, we will send the traffic to a blog post that that's talking about CBD dosaging, you know, so you can learn how much do I need to take, how to take it, what product is right for me. These are all things that, you know, are valid right now. And the consumer needs to know, like we're not trying to hide anything. And if the brands um, don't have it on their website, they're not going to become a client of ours. This is kind of a requirement on our end. And before we even hop on that first call, you know, and after they reach out to us, they try to schedule a call. Our first step, let's check out their website. Let's see these people are legit. Let's make sure that they have everything visible on their site. And um, again, that they're here to stay yeah, on the shady landers yeah <laughs> um yeah, yeah so this is something that is very important for us um and not only that but it's important for us to be able to provide those coas and this transparency to our partners we're yeah. working with networks affiliates editors bloggers publications um we want to be able to provide a legitimate brand for them to be able to promote and um obviously we want to stick around with the brands but we also want to stick around with our partners and be able to leverage those relationships and really be able to um, promote our brands in a very safe and genuine and authentic way. So it's important for us to maintain that um, and be a little bit more selective with our brands because we know that there are those touch points and those steps that we need to make sure that we have our credibility as well. Mm -hmm. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't, I, I, I hadn't really thought about that. The, well, I guess it would be the difference between a, a blogger who, and, and, you know, and, and I'm talking about paid in this case, like a paid yeah. content creator, yeah. the difference between somebody um, writing about a company that they, that they believe is doing something good. And, you know, a company that they're like, I don't even know, um, is, is noticeable to, to the audience, to the customer. Absolutely. I mean, unless they're just a complete, you know, yes, sir. And are just like the most amazing copywriter in the world. You'll be able to see through the content. If they're actually enjoying the product, we make sure that we send our care packages to our editors so that they can get a look and feel for the brands before moving forward and writing a piece. Um, Because you will be able to see that show through if it's not authentic or if it's something that they really can't put their stamp on. And again, we don't want to work with either brands or partners that that doesn't all align. And I think a lot of the partners yeah. that we do choose to work with um, sometimes will require <laughs> us yeah. uh, to send them the COAs and just, you know, we'll confirm that this is visible on the site because they're going to, you know, share this with their followers who are, you know, if it's a blogger or an influencer, you know, they have uh, people that follow them and trust them. They don't want to break their trust, you know, by recommending a company that, doesn't have that full transparency of how they make their products and is a bit shady. Yeah. It's like this brand kind of waterfall, you know, where, you know, I mean, you guys have your brand, you represent brands, and then you have this whole community who all have their own brand as well. And everybody needs to kind of protect it. Yeah, exactly. And then there's the marketplaces who we also, uh, you know, we have in our clientele and our rapport. So um, there are those marketplaces that have all the brands underneath them as well. So it's kind of um, different tiers. I think it is so smart that that you folks decided to specialize in this area. Um, not just as like, not just the, not just the opportunist in me, I guess I'll stick around. but you know, yeah, but man, it is, it is such a interesting and, and clearly growing space. That's just going to continue to explode as people, as we learn more and more and more, yeah, um, really you know, I think it's one of these things where, you know, it's, it's in its infancy. We have no idea where this is going to go. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's really cool. We are really thrive on a good challenge, and I feel like in this industry, even once everything gets legal, uh, Facebook will open their doors to CBD advertisers. There's always gonna be a challenge, and 
on your way. And so this is why we like this so much and, and like enjoy those challenges. And this is what keeps us, you know, keeps us going. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And also I think like, so who are the, who are (laughs) I think that the best businesses, you know, out there are solving a problem and, and we are here to solve a problem. You know, we, like I said, are thousands of CBD brands and if not just here, like worldwide, we also have brands that are, you know, UK and we have some in Israel. And so, you know, um, it's, it's a worldwide problem and we're here to solve it. So we found this niche that yeah. we believe that, you know, um, is going to not, it's already huge, but <laughs> I think it's going to be even bigger um, and also is here to stay. You know, it's not just something that is going to go away sometime soon. Like I said, there are so many strains that are coming out from this specific plant. Um, and now that we're a part of it, you know, it's amazing to see how many different products you can put under this category and just in the last year alone. Yeah, absolutely. It's evolving for sure. Yeah. Globally, globally, what country is kind of leading the way? Is it the U S I, I mean, I have no idea who is who's right. leading the way on this. Who's the front runner? It's U S and I think the UK is right there after them. <laughs> and yeah, because the UK okay. is also, it's completely legal there. And while there are still other countries in Europe that it's not completely legal. And for example, we also have a few yeah. clients in Israel and, but um, CBD is not allowed, is not legal in Israel. So the companies themselves are there, but their <laughs> manufacturers and their Customers are here. <laughs> so there are a lot of like yeah. worldwide, like global um, companies, CBD companies, but yeah. their main consumers are here in the US. Yeah, and that's what is really yeah, important. You're right. And- Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, you guys are identifying a whole other layer of complication, right? <laughs> Which is this there are global, there are rules at the global level that he need to be considered as well. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, 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 I'm getting a, the, the level of complication <laughs> for how a brand can advertise is getting more and more um, heavy as, yeah. as, as we continue our conversation. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I didn't, I, I mean, I knew, but I don't know if I knew it was, there were so many elements to talk about. So, so Mike, tell me who, given all of this, what are the brands that that are really doing a good job that they're they're navigating this well that probably your clients but that they're, maybe they're not i don't know but they're navigating that they have a good understanding and they're doing a great job of identifying their customer yeah um, Laura Jones are doing an amazing job, I think, right off the bat. And they were, you know, they identified there is a, a huge challenge uh, when it comes to advertising CBD and went in a different route that a lot of different brands followed after them. Um, and it's going after the beauty and skincare products mm. and partnering with big retail stores and um, to get that brand awareness and, or, you know, and buzz around their brand so for them it's easier and when it comes to advertising and so I think they're doing an amazing job with everything from the branding to the customer journey and retention everything that they do we really admire 
Um, another good one is uh, Happy Feet by Kristen Bell. Happy Dance. Happy Dance, sorry. <laughs> we love her. Yeah. Happy Dance, okay. Um, I think, um, you know, first of all, she's a celebrity. Um, so I think just, you know, she has more credibility than, you know, any other person that is starting a CBD brand right now. Um, you know, she has a name to maintain. Mm-hmm. So I think... Um, she, but what I like the most about her brand is that she's really going after a niche and really telling her own personal story through her um, branding and through the products. So every product that she she advertises is for working moms or for moms in general, actually, that are just, you know, um, stressed during the day and, you know, um, can't take a moment to relax and need that help and natural help to relax. Um, so I think everything yeah. that they're doing there, again, from the branding to the product line um, is really unique and sets them apart from anyone else. And they're also going after, you know, the more like topical route, which is, you know, a bit smarter these days um, than the edibles and the ingested products that it's harder to advertise. Yeah. Less, less uh, intimidating. Yeah. You know? um, I, I, I have some bomb. I have a tennis elbow. This is not an interesting story, but I've somehow developed tennis elbow and I've been putting like um, CBD bomb yeah. on my, my wrist and my, and my, my joints. And I did notice that I, I got the, this, do you guys know, do you ever get the CBD dreams? <laughs> Oh yeah. I, I get yeah. these really these really crazy dreams. Dreams. Oh. Yeah. Like yeah. super yeah. Like, lucid, surreal dreams. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, like, yeah. And then you and you remember them. Like you really remember it. Like, whoa. And and I and, and that's just from putting it on my, you know, my skin. Yeah. And I was like, oh well, you know, it's being absorbed right in your blood. But I mean it's crazy. And uh, well, I go online and I'm looking it up. It's a thing. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. What brands outside of um, CBD inspire you guys? Like when you're, you know, you mentioned, uh, was it Laurel Jones? The first, the first example? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who sounds a lot like when you were describing the brand, they sounded like almost like a L'Oreal in a way, like something that you'd find at a department store counter. Right. Yeah, Lord um, Jones is actually the name came from it as Jones is a common name, um, you know, for people who aren't higher up in the hierarchy. So it's basically for, you know, a premium product for a really affordable price that can be uh, anybody could use it and anybody can get their hands on it. So. Yeah, that, that is definitely one of the top contenders for sure. Um, I would say for as far as brands that we are obsessed with and, mm-hmm. you know, who we see as our idols, both of us love Sarah Blakely with Spanx. Um, I'm sure that that is probably oh, okay. a huge consensus amongst many women. But <laughs> she's incredible. We've followed her journey along, um, you know, our entrepreneurial career and watched her kind of evolve. And um, yeah, she's just incredible. She's very inspiring. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you, you've identified something in CBD. Um, the two brands that, that you mentioned um, that, that are doing a good job are, sound like they're geared specifically focused on, on groups of women. And uh, 
you know, and, and I, I hadn't really given that a lot of thought that, and I thought about, well, what's the, what's the, you know, the, the, the parallel in the non CBD world. And I was thinking like, okay, well, you know, Calgon take me away, like the bath. Do you remember those commercials uh, way back when it was, it was a woman and it had a really tough day and she got into a bath and said, Calgon take me away. And the idea was that you could take a bath and you'd feel better. Um, and they, they were very popular. And I think it taught, uh, uh, it trained us to think that a bath could be relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. I still which, that. <laughs> which, which is, which is totally true, by yeah. the way, if it, you know, there's not, you know, um, but, but, yeah, but I started to think like, you know, all of a sudden, and I have a friend who, um, is a, is a doctor and she advises a lot of, um, her name's, uh, Dr. Amay Shani, and she advises a lot of CDB companies, um, as like a, they bring her in and she, you know, she, from a medical standpoint, yeah. you know, knows all the rules and knows all the, yeah. the, the actual medicine part of it. And I just thought, oh my gosh, there's, you know, basically this massive audience of women, um, who I have probably been looking for a product that's safe and natural and, and provides, um, you know, benefits and, and not that, not that men don't want that. Right. But I just thought, I just thought, oh my gosh, I didn't even think like that this CBD could be so big with female customers. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, it's actually from, you know, our data <laughs> um, it's 50, 50, you'll be surprised. It's just, it's really 50, 50. It's not even like 47, <laughs> like 53, wow. no, it's 50, 50 men and women. Um, and I think the brands identify it. So they create a line of product that is more, for men on a line of product for women, you'll see most women will be more into the topicals and more into the tinctures while the male demographic is mm -hmm. going to be more into the gummies and flower, flower pre-rolls and mm -hmm. also tinctures sometimes, you know, and the topicals, I think, you know, everyone who experienced pain and is looking for a natural alternative way will try CBD at one point. It's something that you can also find right now in the pharmacy. It's not a taboo anymore. And from our experience, it's, I mean, I love the CBD topicals. Yeah, it's a real topicals. lifesaver. Yeah. <laughs> Creams, roll-ons. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah. So, question, it is 50-50 and it goes back wow. even, you know, to one of your first questions about the branding. This is why it's so important for us to identify who who are you after? <laughs> like, are you after men and women yeah. like 20 plus? Like the, you, you have to really pick who you're after and based on that, build the brand around it because we just can't target the whole world. It's not going to work. There are millions, you know, like, yeah. you. so you need to find that yeah. thing that makes yeah. it unique. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's what's interesting about um, when you mentioned uh, was it Kristen Bell and, you know, who's clearly targeting, you know, not the celebrity part, but, you know, she's using her empathy as, you know, yeah. as a working mom or whatever to, to identify who her customers are. They're people yeah. like me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not me, but her. Yeah. Um, that is a good point. Yeah. What would what would be the the, the number one? Um, and, and it can, you can have, maybe you have more than one of these, but like, the, what's the number one rule for these brands? 
Like if they say, hey, what's the most important thing? Um, paradigm, tell me, what's the most important thing I need to pay attention to? Um, I think that that goes back to that customer journey. Um, like Sophia mentioned, we do like to start with a 30-day discovery phase so we can get a better understanding of who you are, who is, who, mm -hmm. sometimes they have an idea in their head. Yes, we're after millennials and it's women and men, 25 to 35, who are very stressed and then we run campaigns and, you know, in our first 30 days and the data says otherwise. <laughs> like, no, I mean, your audience is actually women 40 plus, like that are actually purchasing from you. Right. Maybe the people that follow you on social media and are engaging with you there are those millennials, but the people that are actually purchasing your products are not those people. So it's really, really, really important to know your audience. I feel like this is the number one thing before even, you know, starting. Because if you don't know who your audience is, you don't know what copy to use, what creative to use, what offer to give them. Brand what, voice, partners yeah. to, to connect them with. Price and, points. Yeah. Like if you're after women 40 plus, you know, maybe they have a little bit more money than a 20 year old that, you know, is looking to buy a gummy, you know, like it's really, really important yeah. and knowing your audience. And I like, in my opinion, this yes, is the number one rule. Completely. Yeah. yeah. Sophia, what do you same things? What do you think, Sophia? I agree. Yeah, we typically share one brain. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's funny. I, I started to think I started to think as you're describing this, like, you know, there's the way you the way you see yourself, you know, and then there's the way the world sees you. Mm -hmm. And they're not always the same. Yeah. Right. And, and what it what I think you're describing is a discovery process where you're able to provide, you know, some concrete information as to, Hey, this is the word, the way the world sees you maybe today. Mm -hmm. Um, and here's what you're telling us that you want to be seen. So here's how we can start to make that happen for you. Exactly. Um, or the way, the way, or the way that you see yourself is completely wrong and you should go with what's working, which is this other way yeah. that, that people are totally okay with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've heard it a little bit more nicely, but everything that we do is based off of data. So, um, it can be very surprising or it could be exactly aligned with what you think, but our strategy will be based off of that ultimately. Yeah. So, so, um, What's the best way for, you know, folks to get in contact with you guys if they want to want to start talking to you or I'm sure you have a waiting list, but like what's, what's the best way to find out more about about Paradigm and, and how to engage with you guys? Yeah, you can check us out on our website, paradigmmedia.agency. Um, you'll also be able to email us if you'd like to, info at paradigmmedia.agency. We also have our LinkedIn, just paradigmmedia.agency again. Um, mm -hmm. And you'll be able to find us on any of those platforms, also on Instagram, uh, just at paradigmmediaagency, no dot there. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Guys, I really appreciate you um, spending some time today with, with myself and on behalf of the listeners. Uh, this has been um, very enlightening. And, and the conversation took a, you know, went in a direction that I wasn't quite sure that we we're going to get into. And I think, you know, I walk away with a much deeper respect for for the work that that people, you know, you guys clearly, but people in the space are having to do. Um, you know, this is 
I used the word before, but you know, it, this is the front runners are out there right now. Yeah. And they're they're making the moves that are going to find the industry in in many different ways. And I think you guys are in the perfect spot to to help usher in kind of that this new wave of, you know, of product that that is completely new and exciting. And, and I kind of jealous that I'm not part of the team yeah. and I don't get to work on this stuff because this is super cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's very yeah. exciting. Yeah, yeah, we're very fortunate and happy to be part of this industry. Um, and yeah, and we're excited of what's to come. This is just the awesome. beginning. <laughs> Again, this is uh, Rob McGray. I've been talking to Lior Root and Sophia Trunzo of Paradigm Media. Um, you've been listening to DTC, DTC Growth Hacking, selling stuff online. This is a podcast presented by Field Test. And if this sort of conversation is your jam and you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to go ahead and hit subscribe. We've got a lot more episodes in the pipeline from a diverse set of guests covering as many aspects of direct consumer relationship building as possible, including some um, not so obvious ones. And I, I hopefully I sparked your curiosity there. On behalf of the entire team at Field Test, have a great day and be safe out there. Thanks so much, Rob. Thank you. Thank Rachel. you, guys. This was a field test podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 